Jersey and Amanda. Jam Nation. The life of Alex Curzon was one of the most remarkable stories to emerge from World War II. A little Jewish boy dubbed a Nazi mascot. Tonight, Dan Goldberg's documentary will investigate whether the story of Hitler's Jewish soldier was in fact true or a Holocaust hoax. It's a fascinating story. Dan, hello. Good morning. So tell us about the story that Alex Curzon has told all these years. He maintained that he was a Jewish boy in Belarus. Back then it was Belarusia. And one day his mother said, tomorrow we're going to have to die. He was a very young boy. He said he didn't want to die. And he escaped in the middle of the night, climbed the hill behind his little village house and watched his family and his village being massacred in 1941. And he then fled to the forest. It was freezing. It was one of the coldest winters on record. He survived foraging on he said strawberries that grew around corpses and uh, he had to tie himself to trees because the wolves would eat him until he was eventually captured by a Latvian battalion that was operating in the area and he was about to be executed. And according to his account, he said to the soldier, I'm really hungry, so before you kill me, would you mind giving me a piece of bread? And the soldier said, you know what, we're not going to kill you. We're going to take you, and you're going to be our child mascot, our toy soldier. And he joined the battalion, and they gave him a a mini uniform, pint-sized uniform, and a Shornoff rifle, and he went with the battalion. That was his story. And so there's doubt about this story? So if that story is not uh, incredible enough, he uh, then survived the war, uh, was sort of fostered by a Latvian family who brought him to Australia where he hid his secret for 50 years. And yes, in uh, 29-10, about a decade ago, when he revealed um, his story, it was a documentary on the ABC in 2003, and then uh, there was a book written by The Sun in 2007, and slowly questions started to emerge about is this actually true? Could this child have actually survived? And and people started questioning whether it was a hoax. And that's when I uh, stumbled upon the story. Um, there was a uh, an expose in the Herald Sun in Melbourne, and I'd heard about the story, but I hadn't quite landed it until it came across my desk. And mm-hmm. then since then, which is basically the last decade, I've been investigating whether or not it's true. And why, if it was a hoax, why would someone do this? Just a, a made-up story to say, I was, I was Jewish, I wasn't, I wasn't a Nazi. Or, or was it to have an interesting story to sell a book? Why would someone do that? Well, there were various allegations, yes. One of the allegations was uh, monetization, And there have been uh, a raft of... Holocaust hoaxes where people have tried to monetize their story. And as a Jewish journalist, I was hypersensitive to it. And I confess, uh, when I first came into the story, I I guess I was also thinking, "Uh uh-oh, this could be another hoax. Um, And that lured me into it. And But as I sifted through the sort of rubble of the story and the rubble of his life, everywhere I turned, it was just WTF, oh my God. (laughs) This story just gets crazier and crazier. Also, it would have been a bit of self-preservation as well if that, that was the situation. 
he would yeah. have just had to go along with them just to save his own life. Well, in fact, um, that's that's really a pressing point because as one of the contributors says in the documentary, you know, he was a child. It was a choiceless choice. I mean, what would you or I have done mm. faced with the choice of being killed or joining a battalion that was killing people left, right and centre? God, what, what a, a story. What and a story. Yeah, he, mm. and I know that um, his nephew wrote mm. wrote a book, so you've come up against his family as well, I imagine. His son, who's now deceased, wrote the book. His nephew, um, not by blood, but the, the foster family, uh, his Latvian nephew um, challenged the book and claimed that the book was full of baseless uh, allegations and defamed his family, the Latvian family, who adopted them by claiming that they were a Nazi family, which he maintains they weren't. And so there was a dossier that he compiled of all the allegations of of defamation in the book. He asked Penguin to pulp the book. Uh, Penguin refused. There's just been endless controversy wow. surrounding the story. And in the end, you know, I, I went to Melbourne uh, from Sydney to interview him uh, because you know, it was such a, a controversial story and I wanted to hear it from him himself. And he denied the claims from day one. He stuck to a story from day one. He said he will prove everyone wrong. And then out of the blue, um, after 10 years of silence, uh, he called me mm-hmm. and he said, Dan, I've proved them wrong and I want you to tell my story. Wow. And I'm sure you don't want to tell us the ending, but mm. is there a resolution no. There is a not just a resolution, there is a revelation Ooh. at the end with a blistering sting in the tail. So uh, stay tuned to the end of the show. So well, interesting. You had me a blistering sting. <laughs> Dan, it's great to talk to you. Watch Hitler's Jewish Soldier tonight from 8.40 on SBS and SBS On Demand. Dan Goldberg, thank you. Thank you, guys.